Welcome to Legal Management Talk, the official podcast of the Association of Legal Administrators. I'm your host, Kate Raftery. Today, I'm here with Anna Kate Williams, JD, MBA, Executive Director of the North Carolina firm Walker Lamb PLLC, where she drives marketing operations and financial initiatives. Anna will be offering some of her expertise to attendees at ALA's 2020 Annual Conference and Expo, happening May 3rd through 6th in Salt Lake City, Utah. Her session is called Apps and Social Media, a Firm Administrator's Toolkit. Welcome. It's great to have you on the show. Thank you, Kate. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your work? Sure. I am an attorney with a marketing background, and I'm currently an executive director with a boutique estate planning firm in Durham, North Carolina, like you mentioned, and really uh, oversee large operations of the firm. So um, operations management, HR, marketing efforts, um, really any of the non-legal work at the firm um, financials I'm looking at. Great. Let's uh, dive right into your session. Um, So you're an advocate for using apps to increase efficiency. Is this just for the individual or is it applicable firm-wide and throughout roles? Sure. So yes, I am a big fan of apps. And I do think while it is definitely something that is applicable to firms throughout um, and roles throughout firms, I really think that uh, a, a magical mix of apps is what works best for firms. So your timekeeping software may be really helpful for attorneys, but not as helpful for firm administrators like myself who uh, need to increase efficiencies in other ways. And so I really think that uh, different apps for different roles is the best mix. And particularly when we talk in Utah, we're going to focus on the the apps that I feel are probably most likely to be helpful to firm administrators. Well, could you give us a rundown of some of your favorite apps of those types and what they do? Uh, Sure. So the main thing I would say is for anybody looking to start using apps who isn't currently using them is to just ask yourself, where do I log in? So if you log into something, chances are there's an app for that. So whether that's a vendor or timekeeping software, like I mentioned, or a client management tool, the chances of, of there being an app to go along with that software you're using on your de- desktop is, is pretty good. So I'd start there, number one. But my personal favorites, I am a big fan of Calendly. Mm. So Calendly is a virtual um, appointment setting tool, essentially. No different really than, you know, when you set up a hair appointment or the dog being groomed, you can set appointments with me, our firm administrator, without having to go through the back and forth of email. And that is one of my favorites. Uh, Just recently, I was, I'm trying to convert some of our attorneys uh, to use this tool and uh, was able to schedule 15. I had a a, a practice group of 15 where we had one-on-one meetings and I was able to schedule 15 meetings in less than 45 minutes. I didn't have to do anything but send a link. And so everybody finds a time that's good for them and then it appears on your calendar and it's just magic. So that's one of my top, top tips, top apps. Um, I'd say uh, really applicable across the firm. Um, sometimes you, you want to have that personal touch, and there's ways you can get around that, but Calendly for sure. Another one that is kind of a top for me is OneNote. 
So it's actually a Microsoft program. And essentially, if I'm a child of the 80s, and it's like a virtual trapper keeper. That's kind of how I explain it to people. So you have little binders, and you have different subject matter, and you can even have different notebooks within your OneNote app. And I love it because it is pretty seamless from a cloud version to a desktop version to a mobile app version. So I can take notes, I can uh, pull up vendor contracts, things like that, all in one spot. So that is my other go-to, have to have it. Um, other than that, you know, we could talk for days about my favorites, um, <laughs> but I would, I, you know, I do tell people too, what some of the commonly um, used apps that you don't think about in the professional world is, is your camera. So your camera on your phone can be used for, for so many things. And so we'll talk about that in the um, workshop that I'm doing in, in Utah. Great. Yeah. Uh, actually, I don't know if it's confirmation bias, you know, just having talked about it now, but I yeah. have 100% seen Calendly mentioned in like the past few days. And sure. people say the same thing. Yeah. It's just so much easier than the back and forth of uh, That's right. what we're used to doing. Absolutely. I mean, people are familiar with timekeeping apps and, and calendar apps and mm-hmm. note-taking apps, uh, but of course, there's also social media apps. So how right. can a small or mid-sized firm administrator make the most of those sorts of things? So so one of the things is is not every small or mid-sized firm has marketing in-house, but marketing is really kind of the obvious uh, answer here, right? And so that's one of the givens. For years now, we've been able to use marketing and paid advertisements in social media to grow and develop business for small and mid-sized firms and, and even large firms, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not what we're going to talk about because there's really so many more uses of social media. And one of the, the things that I love most, and I have a bit of a, of a history with re- recruiting in the legal field, mm-hmm. is recruiting. So I love not necessarily you know using Facebook to find attorneys necessarily, but really um, LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And um, indeed, both have great apps. LinkedIn is, is really more your social network that you would think about. And they have great ways to find candidates. And so I love to use it for recruiting. It's great to look for thought leaders, right? So it's not mm-hmm. your traditional like search for a person and become a connection with them. Sometimes it's just starting to follow a practice area you're hiring for. And you'll see a paralegal who is very adept at what she's doing. And you can reach out and become connections. And then eventually that may lead to a relationship or even a referral of a great candidate down the road. So I love social media for kind of that soft recruiting tool. And then, um, you know, Facebook certainly is, is another situation you could apply that to. But the other one that I love that people don't always think about is YouTube. So mm-hmm. my hack here for social media is anytime I want to learn how to do something faster in Excel, or I know there's probably a way for me to do this thing in Word, but I don't know how, I will YouTube that. So I guarantee you, if you have a question about it, YouTube has a video for it. So I love those. I have some, some you know, repeat users that I'll go to to look for things like Excel hacks. But I think YouTube is a really great resource for social media as well. Yeah, that's a great idea. I've, I've used YouTube at home to, you know, like fix a sink or, or something. <laughs> so, so yeah, I didn't even think about um, translating yeah. to work. And certainly um, sure. I got like this current job. Um, through LinkedIn. So I can definitely attest to that being a great recruiting tool. Yes, yes, yes. And so finally, if someone considers themselves less than tech savvy, can they teach themselves how to use these tools or should they delegate to someone else? Yes and yes. 
uh, depending on the situation. So, so really, that is what we're gearing this conversation towards uh, when we talk in May. And everybody uses apps at this point, whether yes. it's Uber or, you know, you're just using the camera on your phone. These are apps. And, and even on your desktop, you don't necessarily think about some of the tools that you use as apps, but mm-hmm. your snipping tool, your printer, those things are all applications working for you. And so the answer is you're already doing, a, you're using apps already. And so, yes, everybody can teach themselves. My biggest tip here is don't try to use an app for the first time when you really need it. Uh, you need to kind of fiddle with it. And that's kind of, I guess, the Southern way to, to put that. <laughs> but, you know, you need to give yourself space to just play around with it, right? While you're watching a show in the evening or you're waiting for your kids to get out of ball practice, download an app that you think you want to use and just play around with it. Give your hold space for that app, right? And, and not try to, like, get in there and understand the underpinnings immediately. So that's my biggest tip there as far as somebody who might not be so comfortable with just adopting a new app. And um, the other thing I'll say there is not every app is created equal. Some apps really are more just marketing. They're a marketing tool. They want you to download and just see the bells and whistles, but it's not really super consumer driven as far as getting you results in efficiency. So not every app is going to work for you. But the other thing, as far as delegating to someone else, you certainly can delegate, um, I know recently we we just got our receptionist to download the Panera app because we do a lot of lunch and learns. And so her ability to get in that app and just order those lunches really quickly has saved some time. So that's really great. Good way to delegate an app use. The other thing I would say is delegate the teaching piece of it, right? So find a millennial in your workspace. It's a great opportunity for some reverse mentorship and just say, hey, there's this vendor it's our short-term disability, long-term disability provider, and they have a great app. I have no idea where to start. Can you just tutor me once a week and let's talk about this app and how I can use it? I guarantee if you let one of them go with the app for a few days, they will come back and be able to tell you what you need to be able to, to use it effectively. So those are my kind of biggest tips in terms of if you're a little bit less than tech savvy, you can do it. You totally can do it. You already do. Yeah, and and reverse mentoring, I think we're we're always talking about ways to to find how to build those relationships. So that sounds like a great idea to me. Yeah. Is there anything else that you'd like to mention about your, your session before we close out? No, you know, I think the hardest thing for me is going to be uh, tailoring this conversation to the apps that are most applicable. While it is really great for the small to mid-sized firms, I think the large firms can really gain a lot of information from this too. But if you want to connect, I would say LinkedIn is a great place. I'd love to hear what you want to know about what what the folks who are attending will want to hear about. And then I'd love to incorporate that into uh, the conversation that we'll have. So LinkedIn at um, and my tagline is AKC Will, W-I-L-L. Well, thank you so much for talking with me, Anna. Thank you. It's been great. I really appreciate the chance to to talk to you today. Of course. Uh, Remember to our audience that you can hear more from her at the annual conference in May. So register now if you haven't yet. We both hope to see you there. Thanks to our listeners and subscribers for tuning in. If you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review us, which makes it easier for others to find the podcast. As always, you can learn more about ALA and our upcoming events at alanet.org. Until next time.